Hey, how's it going, Chris Gina? Doing good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. It's actually really hard to say that name, like Chris Gina. I don't know if it's the accent or not, but I've got to make sure I put the P on it or it sounds like Chris Gina. Yeah, it is a little bit of an odd one when introducing myself to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it actually goes with your love of cats anyway with the tuna. I'm assuming that's what they eat. Being a dog yes. person, I wouldn't know. <laughs> they do love their tuna. They get it. Uh, that's their treat every other day. But they try to trick us and pretend like they haven't had it, even when I can see the bowls sitting on the floor. Like, I know you had tuna already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've actually got a friend that's got cats, and um, he reckons that they'll just get fussy and stop eating something for, like, a week. And then they sort of, like, would just, yeah, they're just fussy little animals. Oh, absolutely. We tried to do, um, like, Fancy Feast and the different cat flavors, and we'd be like, oh, they absolutely love this one. We're going to get it again. And then I buy, like, five cans of it, and then they decide they hate it. So we just stick to tuna. It works every time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it just cut you out a little bit, but I think it might be right on your end anyway. Um, yeah, so anyone that doesn't know, Chris Tune is the reason why you're not number one in town star. So. <laughs> <laughs> I try at least. <laughs> yeah, what are you ranking at the moment through the competitions? Um, I'm usually top. 100. Uh, this last competition was my computer went out for a few hours one night and I was so mad. I blamed my husband, Crisp, of course, because his alarm usually goes off. It would have went off like 20 minutes after my town shut down, but it was the mm -hmm. one day he woke up early and was so nice and quiet getting out of bed that it didn't wake me up. So I didn't catch it till hours later. And so that one I was really fighting at the end, I, I finished 101. So I'm hoping for one cheater <laughs> to be removed from that competition. <laughs> so with the, like when you do the competitions and like say the top 100, cause I know they do essentially rarity NFTs based off what position that you, what you end in for the week, is that right? Yeah, so they do, uh, they do two competitions a month and one of the competitions is an NFT and they mm -hmm. have the different rarities based on where you place. And then the second competition is gala rewards. Yeah. So gala rewards, like, that's just NFTs, though, isn't it? Is nope, that what you mean? Gala. They give actual gala. As, like, um, if I finish 100 in this last competition, I believe it's 800 gala that you win. 800 gala. Well, that's not too bad, really. No, but no. If you're not willing to sell and you want to hold to eighth, like that's eight hundred bucks for a, you know a week of competition, and you're yeah. essentially playing something that you enjoy to play. So, like that's pretty good going, really. Yeah, absolutely. And then I get, I think I got um, for the ones where they do the cards. I've got the ancient card on all but one competition. I think like the first competition that they did the cards, I got the next level down <laughs> all the rest since then I've been fighting for that ancient every time and that's top 200. So they're not quite as stressful <laughs> to yeah. get in the top 200 for that. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Top 200 though, honestly, I thought for ancient, you'd have to be at least top 10. So they're being pretty <laughs> generous in my opinion. Yeah. Thank goodness <laughs> they do. And for those, they reward the top 4,500 player. I think it's 4,500 and for the gala competitions, it's only top 1,000. So yeah. 
even my husband will do the NFT ones every now and then just to get the NFT. I think they put a, you have to get um, 50,000 points. And as long as you get 50,000 points in the competition, you qualify for whatever the lowest. And unfortunately, there hasn't been a ton of players. Like there's not even 4,500 people playing in the competition. So it's like, as long as you go on and you try, you can make whatever the heck you want to make. You're going to get at least in the top 4,500 and get something for it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back when I used to play, cause I actually didn't mind it because like, I don't mind some of those um, town building games and all that sort of stuff. Um, like not really that sort of specifically like sort of slim, similar to Farmville, but like Tropico and um, a couple of other games that are on Steam, I actually get right into. But when I used to play, I used to call my town Boomville because every single time I'd run out of gas or I couldn't balance it right and then the town would be blown up. So <laughs> That definitely happens when you first start playing Town Star. <laughs> yeah, it just gets Even when up. I tried to transition, I, at first I would only do forest. I was like terrified to try anything but forest. But now I always do um, desert or I usually always do a desert town. Um, but when I first started trying to do that, I think I blew up my town like 10 or 15 times <laughs> before I finally yeah. got the hang of it. Yeah, well, I think um, like when I used to play, I used to go to the places that had a lot of ponds because I used to sell the ponds. I think they were like 20,000 like credits in game because mm -hmm. I'd, like it was the only way that I could get to having a refinery to be able to make the gas. But I did yeah. prefer it with the update where they had, it was like a thousand gas or something like that instead of like being restraint. Oh yeah. They did that for a short time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you that they don't good. have that anymore, but. <laughs> yeah. It probably doesn't work well with competition and stuff, but as like a, a gamer that's not really competitive in town star, like I enjoyed it at nine ninety nine. Yeah, and I believe now too, um, for your for, if it's your first ever town, you get like an outrageous amount of cash to start with too. So that's nice for starting <laughs> just to get that. Yeah. But I think it's only your first one. So then if you screw that up and you have to blow up your town, you're starting the next one like everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, well, I got my brother-in-law into it because he's actually like a farmer himself. And, um, like, he likes some sort of games like this. He'll literally go out on a block and then be harvesting and all the rest of it and then get home and play, like, um, Farming Simulator. That's how to relax. So oh that's how obsessed he is with farming. <laughs> so I had him playing Townstar plus the simulator when he got home, plus he was farming in real life in the day, and he got... I think he got a bonus of like 350,000 credits. And then it, wow. he ended up like after a week lost everything because he couldn't balance the refinery and gas. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a dragon, then you don't need the gas. <laughs> yeah, well, that, oh, so you don't need the gas at all with the dragon. Yep. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, and I especially like in, I think it's been three months now um, that the, town star nodes if you run your node for at least 10 days you get uh um, i think it's the uncommon so they give the common for just playing the game for 10 days and then uncommon for running your node and those have been great because the dragon only sells 25 at a time unlike mm -hmm. the depot that had does the 10 at a time um so those storages they hold 25 so it works perfect <laughs> i've had like all my storages in my town lately where i used to be 
like I didn't like any of the storage NFTs. I was like, oh, storage NFTs are so silly. Why get those? <laughs> now I'm storage NFTs all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it probably helps anyway for the balance. I'm yeah, guessing. absolutely. So like it's back when I used to play, they used to have like components to be able to build stuff like a crane and all that sort of stuff. I remember getting like a, I think it was like an epic, it was a drop for having a node anyway, but it was like an epic circuit board or something. Mm-hmm. And then like nothing sort of happened with it. Like I don't think they ended up introducing the components like to be able to build any of these things or is that actually usable now? So what it was is um, they have they had the crafting on, but it was all the gas to assemble all those pieces was mm-hmm. just absolutely outrageous. So they shut the crafting off. Um, but now with the new town star that's going to be coming on Godot, they're going to do um, everything's going to be on the Jiri chain or whatever it's going to be called. And yeah. they actually plan to turn that crafting back on eventually, which is going to be great for the um, the trade bots as well, that they just did that sale of the trade bots for like $5 or whatever it was for node owners. And that was kind of the same thing. It was to put all those pieces together was so expensive, but uh, on this new system, it won't be, and you'll be able to do that again. And I actually have my uh, funny thing about the crane bot pieces that like new players coming in don't know. I told my friend, oh, you should start playing this game. It's lots of fun. And um, so she messages me one day and she says, I'm not earning anything. This was back when earning was still turned on. She's like, why am I not earning anything with this? And I was like, well, what do you have? And she says, I have caution tape. And I said, well, that's not a placeable NFT. And she says, what are you talking about? I can place it on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) so it was just like people didn't understand at the time the placeable nfts versus the crafting nfts um and i'm sure that part will be back of having to explain that to people but hopefully with this new system it'll be a lot better yeah yeah well with like that game honestly like out of all the games i've played for a gala that is the most hardest game and like, if yeah. you want to introduce people that have like come from a background of playing like plugins for Facebook, like Farmville, like that's a really difficult one to be able to say, "Hey, try this out," because there's essentially no learning curve unless if you want to look up YouTube videos or go into yeah. a Discord and like listen to someone that's in the top 100, like yourself. And um, yeah, it's just like a hard game. Like I've I've probably got like maybe five people into that game. And I don't think any of them still play it because they're like, fuck it, I just can't work it out. I just can't get that balance. (laughs) (laughs) And especially lately, they've introduced so many new crafts, which is great. I absolutely love all the new crafts. But sometimes even I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what's needed to make that. (laughs) Like, I have to look them up. (laughs) Farmer Michelle has put so much work into um, now in the Discord, you can type like, TS wooden box, and then it, the bot will spit out what's needed to make the wooden box. And so that's been really helpful to have. And she puts it together for each meta. Um, so you can see exactly what the meta requires. And that's been very handy to point people to instead of having to go and look, you know, there's a lot of community made guides that you can look at, or else you have to go into the game, like, hold on, let me log in and look and <laughs> to click into each one. Yeah. Well, I remember pre like competitions, I was playing it and I'd gotten, I think there was one time that I didn't blow everything up 
and I think I got into like the top 50. I think I was ranked like 33, 34, something like that. And um, like at the time, I think there was only like 1,500 people playing or something. Or it might have been even less. So it wasn't like super competitive. But like <laughs> it was just what I didn't realize after doing it was that like I was putting in like 8 to 12 hours a day. Like, like the game was running for that long, sometimes all night, to be able to keep things going. I was even setting alarms on my phone so I could get out of bed and go check this farm. And I'm like, fucking hell, what yep. am I doing? Like, and then I found out that people were, like, doing scripts and all this sort of stuff to, like, make things happen in game. And then I was like, nah, fuck it, I'll quit this game now because I just couldn't wrap my head around doing the scripts as well and learning an extra thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was absolutely terrified to use scripts. I didn't even want to touch that because, you know, just all the scary things you hear about happening and I didn't want to risk it. Um, but eventually I had seen, I mean, this was a year and a half ago now. And so then I had seen so many people talking about um, the groove script and finally, eventually, like I was really getting in the competitions and I was doing the same thing. I was waking up like every hour or two to sell my stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't keep doing this. There's no way. And so I did finally start using the scripts, but then um, as soon as they put in the auto sell and now they have a production monitor, I don't need, I don't have any need for all that extra fluff. I just use everything that's in the game. And I was so excited to finally be able to del delete the tamper monkey off my browser again. <laughs> like, yay. Well, the thing is, though, like dealing with scripts and stuff, you're dealing with a lot of smart people and it's, you know, the game's based around actual making real real money in real life, you know what I mean? So you're going to get people that are going to find vulnerabilities in those scripts and alter it a little bit, and then it's going to perform in different ways that yours doesn't, which I'm guessing that they're constantly trying to keep a hold, like keep on top of because yeah. there'd be a lot of people doing that. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, unfortunately a lot of scripts out there that are – cheating, <laughs> doing things that the game shouldn't be doing. But there's also scripts out there that are doing just the normal stuff, um, but the system doesn't like it. And it will flag those players as cheaters sometimes, even if they're not. And I don't really understand all the technical stuff of it. Um, but, you know, the way it's explained by Farmer Michelle and the gala team is, you know, your your script might not be doing anything that you can see bad, but it's, mm -hmm. it's interfering with something in the system. There's something that it doesn't like and it, it's going to flag some people. And unfortunately I've seen, I think it was um, maybe like September, October of last year, I was seeing a lot of people who were saying they didn't get rewards and it kind of stinks because you do the whole competition and it's like, well, was I removed in the sixth hour and I could have went on with the other three and a half days. Um, so it kind of stinks. It would be nice to know right away that you were removed. But um, then it seemed to kind of die down for a bit. I didn't really see as many people saying that they were removed. And now it seems like a thing again. <laughs> so I saw, I think it was today or yesterday, I saw three or four people in the chat saying they didn't get the competition rewards. So, Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully they sort that out. But I think over time that will happen anyway, like, because... Like the, the NFTs that you're getting now, are they straight ETH NFTs or are they on the Geary blockchain as well? I think all the NFTs currently go into your treasure chest that you win from the competitions. 
So they would be Gary then, so they're not paying gas for it, yeah? Yep. Yeah, you yeah. have to pay gas to move it to eat if you want to sell them or anything. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I did look at the updated video that they dropped in the Gala Discord, and that really does look good. I think I might actually start playing it again. <laughs> it does look very cool. I'm uh, interested. I like that because th when they first started talking about it, they were like, you know, we want to still keep the the style of the game, you know, like the appearance of it is unique to Townstar and you, <laughs> you want to see that. Um, mm -hmm. But definitely the, the things they've been showing with the different lighting and um, the different placement of items, definitely very cool. I, I'm hoping that I get to be in the testing <laughs> group to test in the next couple weeks, the new one. But um, even if not, hopefully within a few weeks after that, they'll have it moved over to Godot. Very excited. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I admire about you, though, is that you're actually willing to help other people play the game, even though they're the exact same people you're competing with. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, like, because that game, how competitive it is, it's not like spider tanks or anything like that. Like, you could say, oh, you know, have you tried this weapon or maybe you should try these abilities. But at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, you know, like your reflex times, like, you know, like what comes natural to you, all the rest of it. With town, like, you're giving away all the secrets to be able to get in the top 100. Yeah, so, yeah. I think I've only... um like shared my actual full build maybe a couple times. Um, I mean, I know there's some people who do their streaming videos and they share their full builds and everything. What I will say though with that, I mean, it doesn't bother me terribly. I know some people have some very strong opinions about it, um, yeah. but especially now they have, they're coming out with so many NFTs that it's really hard to copy someone's build exactly. Other yeah. than like Dubstep Rod does his no NFT builds that he usually does a video before every competition. So yeah, anybody could do those. But then like even the people I'm just like, well, do you have the tree card NFTs and do you have the fabric mills and all that? You, there, there's so many NFTs. There's NFTs for everything that you can't have the exact same build unless you have the exact same NFTs at this point. Um, so it really is just helping with the strategy, at least to it. Um, and I do, I really enjoy talking to people, talking through, even if it's just like, well, how many, uh, you know, how many lumber mills do you have? Or how many people do you have making the ceramic bowls? Um, just talking through stuff like that sometimes is really helpful to get me thinking and get them thinking of ways to improve the towns. Yeah. I'm actually spewing about that game. One of the things that I'm most salty about, but it was my fault, nothing to do with Galera at all, is back in the early days, they used to have a telegram and um, Bitbender ended up giving a couple of us some, um, I think they were Bitrix sugarcane stands. And I think they might've been epic or legendary level. So like they were decent like things. And they, at the time, like when they started bringing in the earnings, like correctly, like those stands would earn you a lot of town. Cool, yeah. You know, like I've got a I've got a friend that like I won't say his name because I don't want people to target him, but he was making like I think it was like two thousand Tian a day, and that's when Tian was over a dollar. So he was earning over two thousand dollars a day playing the game. Yeah, and I, I think what we I've, got up to a thousand maybe between me and my husband. <laughs> well, what I done though is 
like I started a new account because I didn't, I can't remember if I lost the seed phrase or something like that for the original account that I had the Bitrix stand on. So I couldn't get that, that Bitrix stand back. And I, yeah, oh, like no. I just, I'm spewing <laughs> to this day that I can't get that back. Because not only was it a cool gift from Bitbender, which was essentially like in his first week or two weeks of employment before you become the Bitbender we know today, mm-hmm. but, you know, like so it has like some sort of sentimental value that I now don't have. <laughs> yeah, and now that's sad because it's this great NFT just floating out there. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it like sped you up or something like that to be able to harvest sugarcane. I can't remember the exact buff it gave you, but... Like it was a decent buff as well. I think. It, yeah, it was I think probably it a sugar cane stand. It probably gave um, passive sugar cane maybe to like windmills. Yeah. So then I had to go to the eggs meta that no one else uses and just harvest my eggs because <laughs> <laughs> the eggs was the only balance I could get. As soon as I started going into like, I think it's milk and all the rest of it from the cows, I was just like, fuck, this is too hard. Like the gap between how much money they cost me per minute or whatever it is for my employees to how long it takes to be able to make milk and to be able to sell it. I just kept running out of money because I'm paying all these employees too much money. You know what I mean? Like to do milk. So I had to always make sure my egg game was good to be able to like gap that middle part of where I'm not making income from the milk. Right. Yeah. You need the Malta. Now you've got the Malta hotel nft that reduces wages need that (laughs) yeah well that might end up helping and they also need to stop putting so many fucking trees around where you want to build roads because that's (laughs) expensive as well (laughs) because when times are good you're like oh i'm just gonna wipe out eight trees you know and like at the time eight trees is a lot so (laughs) (laughs) yeah except they did the um i think it's the ornaments that reduce the clearing costs so if you have all the ornament packs it's like super buff till i think the end of january um and then when it goes back we're all going to be very sad (laughs) yeah well it's gone beyond anything i can understand now like i've got a couple of turntables left i think like the snoop dog ones um i think i got one of their like a snoop car or something and um what else have i got yeah, because I sold my boxes anyway, so I don't have them anymore. And I've also got the dragon. But I was looking at the dragon, and I think it was like 20 or 50 or something like that you have to have to be able to use the dragon for deliveries. Yeah, you have to sell 25 at a time. Yeah, so my town was burnt before I had 25 <laughs> to sell. <laughs> yeah, the, the dragon was very difficult to use during some of the metas, too. Um, I would... Like I'd sell my gas at the beginning, but then I'd save a little bit of gas so that I could sell enough stuff. Because like you said, you'll run out of money otherwise. So I would at least save a few gas so that I can sell some of those big ticket items before (laughs) switching over to the Dragon. Because otherwise it takes so long to build them up. But then on the other hand, you have some of the metas that are like, uh, what was it? The energy one where you were making like thousands per hour. (laughs) My poor dragon couldn't keep up. I had to eventually get a big freight boat. <laughs> I think I had to get two, actually. <laughs> what I think would make it fun with the dragons is if, like, they made it so if you have a dragon, 
you get some other like item associated with it, like maybe a treasure chest. And then when you open it, it gives you a certain rarity dragon. So like everyone starts off at 25 delivery or whatever it is for like 25 products per delivery. But if you get like a really high ranked or like a high rarity, well, then it actually does it quicker because like they want to use the dragon in Mirandus as well. And it's going to be a pretty boring sort of a dragon if they all look the same in my opinion anyway. Yeah, that's true. And I'm interested to see how the dragon, like they have the dragon and the UFO skins now. The UFOs take like five seconds for each delivery. Um, but with the new Townstar, there's going to be no world map. You're just going to pick. They're going to give you different options to choose from and you pick from them. And so I'm interested to see. Um, I think they still have like if you pick option A, it's 30 seconds from the city. If you pick option B, it's three minutes from the city. Um, so they'll definitely still have their usefulness, but I'm so they're removing the globe. Interested. They're removing the globe completely. So I can't be in Australia anymore. Yeah. Can't. It sort of annoyed me. Like even with that back in the early days, they had like all the cities in Australia and I'm like, you've missed like four fucking capital cities. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you put the ones in there that are sort of like, not even really that, like Perth, for instance, I'm pretty sure that was in there first before like Brisbane or anything else. And it's like, well, Brisbane is a lot bigger than Perth as far as, well, as far as I remember anyway. And um, Yeah, there's been a lot unusual. of discussion around that, not just Australia, but everywhere. You would see in the different channels people being like, there's a city here and here and here. <laughs> Why aren't they on the map? And it's like, well, they can only put so many on the map, but... I definitely understand uh, wanting to have more. At least not too far back, they added a bunch of rivers to the map. So that was definitely exciting to have. Everybody wants the <laughs> river spot for most competitions. Yeah, well, like, it was just a pain in Australia because, like, everyone would be around Sydney and Melbourne or Perth. And then you've got, like, you know, at least another three cities that you could go to that are big. And it's like, well, now I've got to wait for delivery times where if they just built these extra cities, well, then it would, we could just build around there. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. That was mostly the part that was annoying for me because, yeah, even in Tasmania, like they didn't even have Hobart there. So like if you're in Tasmania, you had to be right on the shore and then it would take like 10 minutes or something to get to Sydney for <laughs> one delivery. <laughs> and probably a lot of gas. <laughs> Yeah, well, Gravy Gang Guild, we all used to go to Tasmania and not really knowing the mechanics that well. So like, we just wanted to take that island for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so that was back in the fun days. But, yeah, I see a lot of hope for it now. Like, they don't seem to be letting it go. And every time there is a fault, like, within the game, they tend to fix it. And, like, even with the the token itself, like, I think it was the best option anyway to go over to Gala itself instead of having all these in-game tokens for every single game. Yeah, that was uh, uh, surprising <laughs> when it happened, but I think that's definitely a, a good move for them to make. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, but uh, I was—I think I saw benefactor maybe in general chat like a few days before they made the announcement he said oh yeah mm -hmm. we're thinking of 
doing this, but it's just talk at this point. And so I even looked at my husband and was like, well, get ready. <laughs> They're about to be getting rid of town. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, though. Like, it's not really realistic, in my opinion, because, like, every game, no matter what, has a life cycle. So even if, like, town's fortunate enough to last 10 years, 20 years or whatever, like, eventually it's not going to be have value because people will go to something else. You know what I mean? Like the town 2.0. And if you're the thing that I don't like about Galera personally is the fact that like if they like they've got Miranda's NFTs, Miranda's I think I've been buying those NFTs now for like well over a year and a half. I feel like it'd be a good idea if they had some form of staking mechanism, so you can put it in like at least stake your NFTs and say, look, you know, like we know that you're buying this stuff early, guys, but we want to implement these certain items, and this is roughly what they're going to do to to sort of negate the fact that you're just holding an item that you can't use in game. Here's a staking feature. You know what I mean? Like it just makes sense because like say even if town did die within 12 months, like those NFTs could still have a staking value. So it's not like you're getting ripped off by holding an NFT for a game that's currently not popular. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even but if don't town... say that. We want town to be... <laughs> Super yeah, well, I, I did many, say many years to come. <laughs> I started off with 20 years, so 20 to 10 years. So I was pretty generous with that regard. But like, even if they pulled it down for 12 months and wanted to fix it, like having a staking mechanism will keep people holding that, holding that NFT. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's something I've seen people too. Um, it's been kind of interesting to see people because so they had in the game, you know, when earnings were on before you would earn however many points you needed to finish the daily challenge. And then you'd click the button to collect your town points for the day. Mm -hmm. And so then when they shut earnings off, they didn't shut that button off. <laughs> you could still click it, but then it said like, uh, you know, no earnings will be distributed or what, I don't know what the exact wording was. Um, but it was kind of funny then, uh, maybe two or three weeks ago, they finally shut it off completely. Like now it shows zero gala power for everyone and you don't have the option to click that button. And suddenly people were coming in the chat like, what the heck, I can't collect my town points anymore. It's like, well, you haven't really been collecting anything. And to see that some people, like they thought that they were clicking that button every day and then it was mm -hmm. gonna be some like retroactive <laughs> that they looked and they had clicked that button every day. So here's X amount of gala for playing. I was like, no, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's like a, like it's like a balance in anything, you know, like the community expects way too much. And then, you know, the devs themselves don't want to share everything they're doing because it's not just I don't want to tell the community of what's going on. Like you do have a lot of other developers in the crypto space that are looking to compete with the games that they're building. And if they give away too much information, well, then they're giving away, you know, being the lead on a on a specific project like a genre of game yeah you know? absolutely and i think um with gala i mean i'm not really involved in any other projects so i don't necessarily know how other companies in the space may do it um but i know with them they do share so much and they're so active and engaged with the community but then like you said then the community starts to expect a little too much sometimes <laughs> yeah. and they get very disappointed and it's like well they can only do so much you can't <laughs> expect and then you know they want 
timeline, people keep saying, well, I want to know when this is going to happen and I want to know when that's going to happen. And they don't necessarily want to give those timelines because what if it's not met? People go, oh, no, we'll understand, we'll understand. Mm-hmm. But then you've even seen it with this. You know, they said, oh, we'll have the Godot launch end of January. And now mm-hmm. they're saying the um, test will be by end of January, early February, maybe full launch in February. And people are like, oh, what? You missed your deadline. <laughs> it's like you're getting mad at exactly what you said you weren't going to get mad about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like This is why they don't give that, you know, we're going to have it done at this time because then people just, they go really hard on that and you say one thing wrong and people will stick to that, (laughs) especially in the technology world where people are taking screenshots of everything that's said to be able to use it against people later. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm actually surprised that they're doing the roadmaps now because it was like a big no-no to begin with. But it was like, look, we're not other projects. We're all about the games. The games come first. Um, We're not doing roadmaps like anyone, all the other places do. And now they're sort of doing like broad roadmaps as far as I can tell and not being too specific on dates because they don't want to be locked in with the community of like, this has to be done right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I was surprised to see when I opened the announcement and I saw roadmap on the attachment. I was like, wait a second, what? (laughs) And then you click on it and at least it is those big windows. I think they said um, like for Townstar quarter two, having an app, I think, which was news to me. I didn't actually realize that they were doing that. Um, And so it's like, well, quarter two, it could be June 30th. It's still at least in the second quarter. Yeah. Well, the thing I didn't really understand is that there's a lot of, like, influencers and stuff that are on Twitter saying about how it's huge that um, Townstar's coming to mobile and it's like, you know, you'll be able to play it in your browser. Well, I've played it in my browser many times. Like, I don't – like, I'm guessing that it's going to be a better experience in browser. Um, Yeah. That's what they're going for. But it worked pretty (laughs) smooth when I played it in browser over 12 months ago. Well, that's what I used to play it um, because when I first started playing Townstar, I was actually working in the office. And so I would start the competitions always on my phone (laughs) and it worked great. And then all of a sudden, one day I like it kept crashing. It would open and then it would crash and then it became a constant thing. And then it was like for some people it worked and for some people it didn't work. I think iPhones in particular had issues running the game in the browser. And so, yeah, it's supposed to be like better. I don't know the right word, better optimized for browser to have a better Mm -hmm. experience. Um, But I feel like it wasn't that many AMAs ago that I thought they were saying that they weren't planning on doing an app, that it was going to be, at least mobile browser, you could play it better than you can now. Um, but I, I thought that somebody had said I could be completely making it up for all I know. But so when then I finally saw the app, I was like, oh, that's awesome. I guess with them getting into the mobile gaming, you know, maybe then it wasn't a thing that they were planning on doing because that mm-hmm. is pretty new with uh, the mobile games as well. Now I can yeah. have that's why when my town's running and I'm waiting to build up some cash, I can play my meow match on my phone yeah well i hope that you know like i know that they're doing it because apple and stuff like that's been a bit more open-minded about crypto 
gaming and all that sort of stuff, like crypto content being on their app store. But the thing is, like, they're also notorious as well for jumping on the bandwagon if they're, you know, if something comes up against that sort of thing and then just stopping it. So I hope that they have some sort of a plan if Apple turns around and says, well, we're not supporting this anymore. You know what I mean? Because it's only so recently that they've said that they will support it. So I wonder if the trend will stay that way. Yeah, I hope it does. <laughs> but only because, time will tell. Yeah, well, it's like what happens to the games that are on there if you start like converting their assets into NFTs and on the blockchain and then they go, well, we're not having these anymore. You've just got a really popular game that's listed that's now unplayable. So what do you do? You have to like convert everything back again? Like I, I think they need to like tell some of us noobs as far as the technology and everything's concerned of transferring those things to be able to give us a bit better of an understanding. Yeah, and I did see some people too concerned about um, just having your crypto stuff on your phone. Like I try mm -hmm. to not even go on to Gala. Like I use one computer, one browser that I try to always use to go on to Gala. And I, I have gone on my phone before, um, but I try not to. And so, I mean, I'm definitely concerned with that and I've seen others as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they navigate that. If there's a way, I think I saw um, someone saying something about they could have it, like you're logged into Gala, but all your stuff isn't necessarily on your device. <laughs> like they're kind they can kind of keep it separate. Um, so we'll see how that works. But um, I think it'll be kind of like, isn't the, uh, is it Steam that one of the games is on? And they're like, no NFT, no crypto stuff. So maybe it would work similar to that. Yeah, if well, there you've were got... a problem. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think Steam is superior, and then I think um, Epic Games is Grit. So they've actually got two that are playing around in traditional game markets. But, yeah, I'm not really too sure how that works because I know that I got, like, a pass or something for Superior for having one of their NFTs that I could then use for Steam. But then I just really, like, I, I like Superior, but I, I had my time as playing Superior, and I don't feel like playing it at the moment. So I haven't actually checked it out. <laughs> yeah, I haven't uh, done my, I don't really know much of the other games, unfortunately, because Townstar just takes all my time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spend so much time on that. I don't know that I have time to add another game in there. <laughs> so when you, when you try to convince someone, like, well, not convince them, but like, it's obviously a big part of your life playing the game and you're trying to tell someone else about it. You know, like, because if someone says, oh, hey, Christina, what did you do on the weekend? And you're like, oh, you know, I had a couple of drinks and I was playing some town star. You know, like, how do you how do you convince them or at least explain it to them why you're doing it? Like, is it hard for you to explain the whole blockchain process and about playing this game that's similar to Farmville and all the rest of it? Do they just yeah. look at you like you're crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely difficult to explain to people. And especially I work in banking and mm -hmm. a lot of the people at my work are still very against crypto. <laughs> and they want, I think uh, I've heard a few people, you know, calling them Ponzi schemes and scams, <laughs> all very unpleasant names. Um, so it's, it's a very difficult group to get 
into it, but I, you know, I explain to them what I do, but I don't really try to push anyone into it. Um, I did at one point try to get my brother's friend playing. I knew like she wasn't working. And so I was like, Oh, you should check out this game. And I was explaining it to her. And then she was actually really getting into it. And then I was like, Oh no. It's like, I suddenly panicked that I'm getting somebody into this world and what happens if they lose everything? Like, there's so many scams. There's so many terrible things out there. I'm like, do I want to be responsible <laughs> for the one bringing somebody into that? Um, so now, I mean, at the moment, I don't try to um, pull too many people in that aren't already familiar with the crypto world um, because yeah. it's definitely a lot to navigate. Like, if I didn't have my husband... I probably would have been scammed a million times by now. I hate to say it, but I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to work OpenSea. <laughs> if I want something, I'm like, hey, Chris, I want this. And then a few hours later, it's usually in my wallet. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. So, Yeah. Well, that helps, doesn't it? Having like a team behind you. Because, um, yeah, like I've been scammed a few times now. I remember back when I like got into Zedrun, I was looking at like, they had a Zedrun horse, and the guy, he put the blue tick in the image. So, like, on OpenSea to be a verified. So, like, mm. I just didn't look at it long enough, and I thought, oh, yeah, blue tick, cool, I'm going to the next thing. Like, I'm fucking don't want to waste too much time. And I think I paid $700 for a horse, and at the time it was, like, maybe 15% cheaper than what, like, it was for that sort of horse online on an OpenSea. And I thought, well, this is a good deal, so I'll buy that. And then it turned out to be fake anyway. So I ended up buying pretty much a PFP and then put it in my hidden tab so other people don't look at it and go, look at this dickhead, and um, <laughs> just hit it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a lesson learned anyway. And that was just one of the lessons I've learned. But, you know, like even in the guild itself, there's a lot of people that have been scammed out of everything, you know, because now that Gala's become a more of a prominent company and starting to get known, like look at their their Twitter is like almost 400,000 followers. So they're known by a lot of people and they, you know, they'll put an advertisement on there. If, like it pretty much if it says, you know, Gala games and it's an advertisement, don't click it because that's, yeah. that's mostly the one that I've seen people get caught with. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many scam links and then there's so, it, there's so many of the DM scams still, um, and, and there's so many people who are getting caught by it. It was maybe six months or so ago. It was shortly after I became a mod that there were people pretending to be me and DMing people. And I knew at least maybe half a dozen people who then messaged me and were like, hey, you scammed me. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And we found <laughs> yeah. out pretty quickly that it was that there were a bunch of fake crisp tunas out there scamming people and like actually got people. And then of course I felt terrible. And like it wasn't my fault, but it was just like, oh my gosh. And Gala does such a great job of constantly warning people. They have the bots out there constantly sending the reminder messages and they post in announcements when they see common stuff. Uh, but it's still it gets so many people and it, you know, it, I've seen a lot, uh, not a lot. <laughs> I've seen more, um, people who I consider to be very well versed in the crypto space 
who have got caught. And it just proves that it happens to, it can happen to anyone. <laughs> it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how much you think, you know, you know, you're t tired and you look up gal and you clicked on the wrong link, not even thinking about it. And, and so it just, it can happen to anyone. And it's so sad <laughs> every time you yeah. see it, especially since I became a mod, that's definitely my least favorite part is having to talk to people when they've just been scammed and just cause it's difficult to, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I'm they're the like, emotion I behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine like being scammed out of everything. Like I think like a hardware wallet's a good idea. Um, doing what you do, like running, just having one computer that's connected to it and use one browser and probably use a VPN as well. A lot of them are built into the security and stuff that you have nowadays, like Bitdefender and all the rest of it comes with a free VPN. Um, yeah, like, because even for myself, like I've clicked things before in crypto, not running a VPN, and then I'm getting denial of service attacked like every second for like, you know, hours on end. And then I've got to call up the ISP and say, look, you know, someone's got my IP address. Can you make it dynamic and not static? And then they do that, and then I've got to run my VPN so I don't get done again, you know, because like, they're trying to break down your security and get into your shit. So that's yeah. where a hardware wallet comes in handy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those VPNs are great. Um, for me, it's a little tricky. I think I had it on my phone and my computer, and then I quickly learned because I have an Etsy shop, and I quickly learned that they will not let you onto your Etsy site. <laughs> If you're running a VPN. So it's like having to flip back and forth between it. And remember like, oh, is it on here? Is it not on here? And so just trying to keep everything separate for me really helps that then you don't have to be constantly thinking to remember, shut things off and on. And Yeah. 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 Well, the problem with what I find with my VPN is like, I'm closer to Adelaide, even like I'm in New South Wales, but I'm closer to Adelaide in South Australia than what I am to the capital city in New South Wales. So I can get to like the capital city of South Australia in like seven hours driving. But yet if I want to get to the capital city in Sydney, it's going to take me like 13 hours. So every time I use a fucking VPN, the ping is huge because it's not connecting me. It's basing it off state instead of what's actually closer. Mm. So you got to go through the settings and all the rest of it, make sure it's right. But then when doing stuff like this, it sort of like throttles the ping, like it throttles the, I don't know what it does. I think it's the upload speed that it affects a little bit. So I've essentially got to run no VPN when I do these sort of things and then turn it back on as soon as I'm done. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's just one of those things. Like I don't think they understand like Australia's huge. And if you live in the middle of it, you know, it's, you're far away from everything. Right. <laughs> So at least in the States anyway, like if you're going to use a VPN, like there's probably a city pretty close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially where we are. <laughs> They're all over the place. Yeah. So with, like, do you think that with Townstar, do you think that they're going to, that game will end up staying the biggest? Or do you think that some of the other games that are in Gala have the potential to get bigger, like Miranda's? say the other games have the potential um to get big like town star i think it's a very different player base though 
So I think, you know, you see some people who are like, oh my gosh, there's so many games out there, you know, when they all actually come out, what am I going to play? Am I going to play? And it's like, well, let's be real. You're probably not going to want to play all of them. <laughs> it's just yeah, not. That's unless, true. Like, unless that's just your thing is you love playing every single type of game there is. Um, then realistically, you're going to pick one or another, maybe a few of them. Um, I know mm -hmm. you and I were even talking about legacy before. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't think it's as close to town stars. People may think it is. I think it's actually very different. And I know when I saw them talk about it in Gala verse one, there's nothing wrong with the game, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't, I wasn't. Well, to be honest, to I, played the, I played the legacy town, like, not the legacy town, the legacy like test or whatever it was. And it's nothing like town at all. I actually still prefer playing town star, like in its current state. So I felt like it was a bit monotonous, like it, like you click, click, click. And then I realized like after a couple of hours that if I just hold my finger down, like on the button, well, then it would do the same as clicking. It's just not as fast because you're literally like trying to speed click to try to win the little competitions that they do. And it was just, yeah, I think, like, obviously it's in the alpha still, so it's a lot to build on, but I'm not really into the whole clicky games, you know? Like, I actually want to do stuff. I want to use the keyboard and I want to move around a bit more and stuff. But, yeah, just click, click on this, click on that. I think a lot of people that I've spoken to had the same sort of, I wouldn't say problem, but they had the same sort of outlook on Echoes of Empire, that it was too clicky. It's like just... Let me click it once, send it here, and then it's done. You know, I can go away, have a cup of coffee, come back, and then my ship's going to be at this planet. But it was too interactive for sort of no reason, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. But I think, you know, I think Gala has such a big uh, portfolio of games. There's so many different games that at least they can bring in so many different people that yeah, you're not going to like to play like every game, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> you or I. But... <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, and I like, I appreciate the fact that, you know, the people in the community that are actually working for Gala, like Bitbender or Bucks or any of the others, they actually say themselves, like, you know, like town's not really my thing or this game's not really my thing, but maybe it's your thing. You know, like I don't, I like the fact that they're not just trying to like jam every genre down your throat. Like you're just meant to like it because it's Gala. Right. So yeah, at least they're absolutely. honest with their opinions anyway. It's like <laughs> I've seen, I seen Benefactor on there talking about the cat game, saying that he really likes it. Um, I'm not too sure about that game at all, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like I looked at the videos. I don't think it's something I could like, but it just looked a little bit too cutesy for me. Yeah, I've been playing it. I think I started playing it, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago now, and I'm like almost to level 400. and. I like it. It just kills time, <laughs> maybe a little bit too much time. And obviously I love cats. So anything with a cat count me in. And I actually, it was funny because I had, um, I was like, Oh, let me look up this game. And I look it up and I use an iPhone and it gives me the like re-download, not the get. So I'm like, Oh, I've apparently played this game before. <laughs> at some point so probably years ago when i was obsessed with match three games i had played it so 
<laughs> I enjoy playing it. My husband, on the other hand, he uh, he'll be like, yeah, I'm not playing this game anymore. And then I'll walk past like 30 minutes later and I see him matching his cat treats. On there. <laughs> so... <laughs> like I yeah, said, well... I think it's a good time killer. I think it <laughs> could use up a good, like if I'm working in the morning, I have to pull a bunch of reports. And um, so I'll, usually I'm just sitting there staring at my computer, but instead while the reports are downloading, I play a couple levels of the game <laughs> and then I can get yeah, back well, to it. <laughs> yeah, well, my wife's like obsessed with Candy Crush, and she actually did like Town Crush. They've essentially stopped Town Crush now, haven't they, for that cat game, or is that not right? Yep, yeah, they've stopped Town Crush. So, are they going to implement like some of the themes and everything they had into the cat game, or you're not too sure, like the Town Star theme and all that sort of stuff? I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that they're not. Um, only because they've talked about, uh, I think, like all the cats that you already have are going to become NFTs. So it sounds like they're they're planning on making improvements to the game, of course. I've seen, um, who's that, Captain Chill, I think is his name, is in the uh, Meow Match discussion all the time talking. So I'm not sure if that's going to be like the head of that game or not. Um but they're definitely talking about improving it, but I don't think it's going to, I don't think they're going to put a twist on the theme necessarily. But what do I know? That's just my guess. <laughs> you never know. Considering they stopped town. I mean, people absolutely loved town crush. So it would be nice to see them put. Yeah, something well, actually I do. I enjoyed town crush as well. I reckon it was a pretty fun game. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I, uh, there was a couple levels that were, a bit yeah. frustrating but i was determined to beat it and i just like i like those kinds of games um sometimes i get a little too addicted to them and then i have to delete them <laughs> off my phone so i kind of like that with town crush that at first i was like oh i can't play this long and i'm like i don't have enough lives because it like used a life every time you played a level whereas most of those kinds of games you only lose the life if you lose the level and so mm -hmm. at first i was like oh so mad I can't keep playing but then I was like that's probably for the best <laughs> this is probably like a good balance of playing this game so if you had to give anyone one word of advice for Townstar to be able to get into the top 100 what would it be is there a certain item that they could buy that would help them out dramatically or hmm I definitely recommend not like a specific nft but if people when people come in asking what their first nft should be i definitely recommend anything that gives water yeah. water is so important to the game and i think especially now that they're getting rid of the map and they're going to give these options i'm wondering if it's going to be um you know, kind of just speculation on my part of what they'll do, but it might be like, yeah, you can have a water side, but it's going to be 10 minutes from a city and, you know, however many gas. Um, and so those water NFT, I think the water NFTs are the best to have. Um, though I'm, I, the, the storage are great. Now they have the big, is it the big warehouse and the big 
storehouses that hold 60 items. Um, so those are great too. And I, I really like these non-earning NFTs because they're not as expensive. <laughs> they're good for people who are just starting in the game and they have such great utility. Yeah. Well, it's like um, with the card packs that they had for the dragon, they come with like different skin NFTs, like cosmetic sort of stuff. And I'm pretty sure if you have a full loadout out of all the ones from the one to 10 card packs, that it actually makes you like every unit faster, like walking around and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you have all 10 cards or at least one card from each pack, it gives um, 25% walking speed increase and a 10% reduction in the craft timers. Yeah, so that would have to be one of the most valuable, in my opinion. But then yeah. I haven't really deep dove it. Like, <laughs> you know, I could be completely wrong, but for me, like, you want them to be more productive with their time since you're paying them by the minute, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The um, getting one card from each pack and now the ornament cards. I keep getting the ornaments and the fireworks mixed up because they were just within a couple weeks of each other. Um, but the ornament cards as well are yeah, definitely well, good ones. To another get pet well. peeve I had with that game is you got a road and I want them to walk to that part as fast as they can. And instead of walking on the fucking road, that's like one centimeter away from them to get to the same spot. They want to walk through every wheat field, every field like it's like can you just walk on the road and you'll get there quicker you know but it would just be like i don't know if it was a bug or not but every time i played it would be at least one of them that would like know to walk on the road and then it would be like another another farmer that just refuses to go on the road and just always wants to walk through paddocks like almost like they've all got their own personality to try to annoy you free game <laughs> yeah yeah and it's going to be with the new system uh, we got, I think we got a little bit of a taste of how the new system is going to work because the, from what I understand, the pathing is going to be very different. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, they, they made some changes where, um, like your builders before you would put five builders down and they would all go to the woodshed, but then an item only needed one wood. So they would all walk to that item. Oh uh, yeah. That was another one. That bothered me. <laughs> Yeah, because when you haven't got your water and electricity balanced properly either, you'll get that all the time. Like you'll have four of them go over to get like water or electricity, one picks it up, and then like all oh, one will put it down. Instead of putting it back in the thing, they'll just smash it. Like, yeah. I can't remember exactly how that worked, but I remember a lot that my stuff was getting smashed because, oh, I think it was like the capacity was already out because you have like three people taking one item that only had one slot left. And then they just throw it on the ground. Yep. Yep. Like, yep. All right. Well, that's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at least now with the, with the changes they had put in, it was like they pick, it's like they know if you have five builders and they know it only needs three wood, only three of your builders would go and get wood and they'd get it and take it. And it was great. It definitely caused a lot of confusion. <laughs> at the beginning because it's just so different from how it plays now um but the way the team was explaining it is that it's a closer movement to how it's going to run when it's on godot and so that'll be maybe you won't see so many of those problems i think it's going to be a big adjustment for people who have been playing this entire time to get used to it maybe not so much for the new people <laughs> yeah well the new people they'll just get the 
the cream, really. Yeah, yeah. We're, we'll be going back in our the... day. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm don't have like to deal now. with the Congo lines. <laughs> yeah, and then when you think of how long we've been here, it's actually not really that long, you know, because I feel like I've been a part of Galenia for like 10 years. That's how it feels. But it's probably only like maybe two to three years or whatever it is. I can't remember now. I think it's coming over around three years now. So. Well, that's what it was uh, in the beginning of December and people were like, oh, it's it's one year anniversary from Galaverse 1. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> There's no way that was only a year ago. But sure enough. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm spewing that they're not doing a Galaverse in Australia, but I do understand that, you know, most of the communities in America likely and just to fly to Australia for however many hours that is, is probably not really worth their time. <laughs> Though they did do it in Malta, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, well, how, ma- how many hours is it from America to Malta? It was, I think it took like 24 hours because there's a layover in, I don't even remember where, but there was like an eight-hour layover. <laughs> so overall, it took like a whole day to get there and a day to get back. <laughs> But then they ended up doing another one in America, or was it just the one in Malta for that year? It was just the one in Malta. They were going to do one in San Diego, which we were so excited about because we are like 15 minutes from San Diego where we live <laughs> yeah, currently. So we were like, that's going to be awesome. Like, we don't even need a hotel, but we'll probably take one anyway. <laughs> but then they did, unfortunately, postpone that, and they haven't said yet when it's going to be or where it's going to be it may or may not be in San Diego. So <laughs> we'll see, guessing, but that's, uh, I'd guess that like, the next couple of ones might be in like South Korea or something like that, because I know they've been trying to target that market for a long time. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think, uh, which I wouldn't mind going to, but <laughs> I don't want to get on an airplane. <laughs> I don't think right now. <laughs> that I want to travel for them, but but I think it's good for them to do them in different places, so you get different people. I mean, you'll probably get some people that are going to go to every single one, no matter where they're at. Um, so you'll have you'll have at least a few of those people, but then to be able to get a, a different group, because even doing San Diego isn't that far from the original Galaverse that they did in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool that you live pretty close to Vegas as well, then. not good if you're a gambler though yeah luckily we're not (laughs) that's the only time i think that's actually the only time i've ever been to vegas was to go to (laughs) gallivers yeah oh that's cool and surprising but i think we'll um wrap it up now anyway because we've just hit over an hour and um the algorithm doesn't like it any more than that so if you just want to hang around for a little bit and thanks for coming on and having a chat about town stuff. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs>